Hello and welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. I am your host, Zachary Smith, your resident clown. And joining me as always is Trevor Scott and Carrie Dempsey. How are we doing tonight, boys? Zach, you have some beautiful teeth, man. Thanks. Great start. You're welcome. But hey, I was doing good. I was doing great. I was doing super califragilistic expelidosis. But I heard you were in Auburndale and you didn't say hello. So I don't know how I'm doing, really. I, I wasn't know. in Auburndale. That was Zane. He was in Auburndale emotionally. I'm always in Auburndale emotionally. But yeah, physically, I'm, I've been in Georgia. For well, I'm life. doing amazing. <laughs> wow. How are you, Zachy? I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, living the dream. Um, I'm glad people care about me and ask me how I'm doing. I Harry, was getting to you. Golly. You know what? This isn't the Beerly Carry show where we talk about Carry for an hour and a half, but we could do That'd be a great show. That'd be better I than could, this show. I could talk about <laughs> How are you doing, Carry? I'm doing decent. I'm hyped for the draft. We've got some football coming up. Do you guys watch the USFL last weekend? No. no. I was busy. I had to work. <laughs> Remember when I was on that radio station, they asked me about that, and I sounded super excited for it, but the Rays were playing. The Rays were on, so of course not. Who cares about baseball? Me. Make wow, sure you no. follow us on Twitter, at Beerly Baseball, for no some baseball slander on here. daily baseball content. <laughs> All right. This is a beer podcast. What are we drinking tonight? I'm drinking milk. No, that, not. Okay. I was going to say, is that real? Nah, I, scared, I scared you guys for a second, but no. Nah. I wasn't scared. He was excited. <laughs> Can somebody go? Carrie, what is that? Carrie. Carrie. Oh, God. Hey, I told you guys, I got a 24-pack like a week or two ago. Going to keep going until it's gone, sadly. So, so you've had a 20, you're beerly and you've had a 24-pack for two weeks? I know, disappointing. Actually, wait, wait, wait. This, this actually... We need to make a poll soon for our Twitter. Who is the most beerly? It's not me. They know who it is. It's me. Yeah. What are you drinking? What am I drinking? Yeah. You know, it is that time of year where we celebrate the three days. After three days, he rose from the dead. I'm drinking some sweet baby Jesus. Excellent. Thematically relevant. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Easter. I'm drinking some um, some Land Shark. Excellent. I got this at Publix. Excellent. That's good um, beer. It's great beer. I've, I've beer. had it before, but it's pretty good. And it says Fins Up, so shout out to Nando. Shout out shout to Cass. Shout out to Cass. Right. <laughs> shout out to Tua. So you said you're not getting a different beer until you finish the 24-pack? Yeah, I'm cheap, man. You know? How long does it take up? you to finish a 24-pack, just out of curiosity? Well, beer, it just depends on the week, you know, how I'm feeling. Like, tonight, I'll probably have, like, four or five. So, you better yeah. have four or five. Yeah. yeah. A statement just, like that, you better have six. Exactly. I feel like not next episode, but by the, the episode after, I will have a different beer. That is my projections at this point. Oh, my time. gosh. Come on. It's the off season. That's Come four on. weeks from now. You can dream. I, I just got to, like, think. Of, remember when I surprised you a couple weeks ago? What did I get? IPA or something? I can't even remember what I got. But I I'm can't just remember the last time you surprised me, Carrie. <laughs> so now I will get another beer to surprise you guys. It will not be a Bud Light, not a Corona, Yingling, any of those. Shout out to Corona. I had a Corona today. I was at the beach today. I had a Corona. It was great. Aren't you special? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're talking. What are we talking? We're talking AFC North today. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking AFC North. Uh, so let's let's real quick before we bring any guests on, let's give our our predictions. You know how we feel about how the teams are doing this off season so far. You know the guests of the draft coming up, like Kerry said. But let's talk a little bit about uh, our predictions. Talk about how everyone did last season and all that stuff. Well, the best team was what ten and seven. They made the Super Bowl. Bengals turned it on at the right time. They got yeah. hot. Um, I like the Bengals. I love the Ravens. Come on, Zach. Later. I hope you're. I'm I hope so you're... excited. Right. Oh my, my gosh! That's why I was late. I was doing my stretches, my vocal exercises. Getting. I'm ready to yell. I'm ready dude, to talk let's, fast. Dude, let's freaking yell. Let's freaking do this right. You know, if we're gonna talk Ravens, we might as well yell about it. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. Here's a question: If the AFC West didn't exist. Is the AFC North the next, like, best-rounded division? Bro, especially with all the D in there, there's some great D. Yeah, make that. Like, every team has a good defense. Yeah, I love me some good D. I, I could see any of those teams in playoffs. The Steelers? If they got decent QB play? From who? They almost made it last year. Uh, what do you mean from who? Oh, the MVP, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Think he's going to start? He should, yeah, honestly. He He's a good quarterback. Well, if you get decent QB play from Mitchell Trubisky, you're not making the playoffs, sadly. The, how far did the Bears get with him? That's Bears Trubisky, bro. That was way a long time ago. Hey, he just needs a good defense. Doesn't turn the ball over. Does he have to throw to Deontay and Claypool? Yeah. No, they can draft a guy. What? They won't. They're not gonna. Yeah, I know they said they're going quarterback, which I'm like, why? You got the dude. I feel like they'll definitely. T- I feel like they'll take a guy in like the second round or something, like Riddler, one of those like later QBs. Mm. When is the draft? Riddler <laughs> next Thursday. It's Desmond Ritter, Carrie. He just said Riddler. Riddler. Carrie just got back from watching the Batman. Batman. Right next Thursday. We should do a mock before then, put it out, eh? All right. Do you want to hey. do a we, – obviously, we can't stream the actual the actual draft, but we can do a, a watch along. We could do it until we got kicked off, until we got copyrighted. That would take, like, two seconds. They, like, religiously watch that shit. Oh. Never mind. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited for the draft. As a Jags fan, you know. Yeah, actually, you think they should take Hutchinson? Huh? Hutchinson? Evan Neal? Who do you think they're going to take? Uh, I think Hutchinson. That's my bet. But, you know, it's probably going to be freaking some other guy that's terrible. <laughs> Lamar hater, by the way. Typical Lamar hater. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was watching because uh, I, I've been trying to keep up to date on like what what's happening in the Jags organization, and I was watching. Wow, that sounds that sounds pathetic. Yeah, it sounds pretty sad. <laughs> Good gracious, Jags! What's been going on in the Jags organization? Zach? So I've been watching a lot of, of mocks and a lot of predictions about what they're doing in the draft, and it kind of and from what I've been seeing, um, it's. 
either who's the other guy? It's Hutchinson and, and the other guy. Evan Neal. Evan Neal. It's I actually Evan Neal hasn't been on there. It's been uh, Walker. It? Walker from Georgia. Oh, Trayvon Walker. Well, who's the guy from Oregon? Dibido. I don't think he's going one. He'll go three, four. He'll go four, five, six. Seven. So what? What I've been seeing basically is uh, it was Walker they were talking about. Aiden, uh, Aiden Hutchinson or, or Walker. Um, and it, they said it kind of depends. If you want a guy that can be explosive and you know make all these crazy plays, but is a little bit raw, you go with Walker. If you go with it, you go with. Uh, Hutchinson because he's more pro ready, like he can do everything and he's very good at it. You think but, he's a Bosa? Uh, I think he could be. Oh. Kind of. De- Honestly, I think it kind of depends what you've got around him. Their pass rush not bad. Nothing with the Jags, huh? Yeah. You got Josh Allen. You got Josh Allen. We got a new defensive tackle. Is one of the best run stoppers in football. Fukasi. So. They uh-huh. got rid of one Every white D tackle to replace him with another one. So what are we doing ranking wise? Top four teams in the AFC North. We'll start with Kerry because I feel like I haven't heard from him enough today. Uh... I wish I could say the same. <laughs> wow, that was hurtful. <laughs> Sadly. Honestly, Zach is gonna get pissed at this, but I'm taking Ravens. <clears throat> They're <clears throat> the best. They're the best team in the first half last year. With all the injuries, they fell apart. Okay. Healthy now, I think they bounce back. Okay. I'll say the Bengals take the two. I think they get a wild card. And I think it's going to be close between the Browns and the Steelers, just depending on, you know, what kind of play they get from Mitch. Okay. So you think the difference between the Steelers and Browns is going to come down to Watson versus Trubisky and you can't make up your mind? Yeah. No Trubisky slander in this episode, but I'm taking the Browns. No, I won't. I will never slander Mitch. But if you start putting him up on a pedestal with Deshaun, I'm going to slander him. Deshaun hasn't played in what year? Two years? Year and a half. He's going to be ready. Trubisky's more ready. He's ready to come. Trust me. He's. (laughs) Okay. What about you, Trevor? I'm spitballing right now. I haven't thought about this yet. Mm. Come on, Trevor, use that big ass head. Ravens won. <laughs> ben, ooh, ben, ooh. Bengals, Browns, BB, B. Mm, Evan McPherson's at two. Strong three. The Browns for Pittsburgh. I don't even like the the Steelers. And like this isn't a year. Like I don't. I have no faith. Like what are they gonna do? Okay. Tell Carrie. Tell me what the Steelers' offense is gonna look like, please. Stats, numbers, well, anything. Their offense was terrible last year too. Made a great defense. Is the only reason they're competitive. Their O line's not very good. They have a couple okay receivers. They get a good running back. They're not. You think good. Deontay? You think Deontay Johnson is good enough to be a wide receiver one right now? Yes. But he's not in, like, that elite tier yet. He's, like, in that, like, second Mid-tier. tier. Like, he's not a second-tier receiver. Like, second-tier top 10, top 15 receiver is what I mean. Not top 10. He's, like, in that top 15, top 20. 
I like you just keep going the back. You keep backing it up every time. Top, top 25, uh, top 30. <laughs> top He's a top 100 receiver in the NFL, I swear. <laughs> I agree with that, Dave. I don't know about that one. That one might be a bit of a. Uh, bit okay. Of a uh, I'm going Bengals at one. I respect it. I'm going Ravens at two. It's close. Ooh. I'm going. I, I'm going Steelers at three, Browns at four. Wow. Yeah. No. Nope. Sorry, Browns Gap, fans. Howdy, close your ears. Or Watson. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons I don't think the Browns are going to be great this year. I know they got Deshaun Watson, but I I think that roster behind him isn't very good. You were um, a huge Browns fan last year. They had a better roster last year at the start of the season. Who did they lose? They lost. Well, they've lost Jarvis Landry. They lost OBJ. Wow. You're just acting like those two people don't matter. Like they got Amari Cooper, and OBJ is coming back. Trust me. Maybe. Maybe. Amari Cooper and OBJ and Deshaun Watson. Come on. Come but you're, on. You're, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Deshaun saw heavy success when he had DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. He had two good yeah, wide receivers. Okay, Will Fuller was not that guy back then. He was like the last year. Yeah, that's when they had their most success. Amari Cooper, best line in football. Nick Chubb, running game. Right. I, just, uh, I don't know. I think, right. that, I think that you're greatly overestimating. BPJ um, is good, too. He's an okay wide receiver, too. He's okay. I'd put him at a wide receiver three. I wouldn't put him at a two. Yeah, he would be a stellar. Bengals got a great receiving corner. I think about it. Yeah, that's why I put them at one. I think if they still continue, if they they can, if they work on the O line this off season, which they have, which they have, I think that they're going to be a very tough team to beat because that's going to help out Joe Mixon in the backfield. It's going to help out the passing game because now Joe Burrow is not getting sacked fourteen times a game. Um, and they actually are going to have a chance to, you know, put up points without injuring their quarterback or having Joe Burrow take, like, an offensive number of hits. Like, absolutely offensive numbers of hits, like he did last year. Their line wasn't – I don't think their line is as improved as people think it is. I'm not saying – like, when you're know, at like, the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up. True. Yeah, they can't get worse. <laughs> they can't get worse. So, but a lot of teams will like struggle in a follow up year from making the Super Bowl. That's think, true. Like, that's true. Kids, like Bengals, like kind of fall off, like maybe be in that third spot. Although they have a great roster, I they mean, really do. Teams, like they don't have an excuse to go under five hundred. Yeah, I, I I think the worst they could do is wild card. Honestly, well, obviously, with no injury, if if Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt, if you know, obviously bunch of caveats to that but um if, if they stay healthy there's there's no reason why they should be out of the wild card all right we should, what if we were able to switch the Steelers and the Chiefs switch the Chiefs Cheelers <laughs> never mind Cheeler never mind Cheelers <laughs> so um, how are the Patriots doing this offseason Gary how do you feel about them I don't want to talk about it right now. This is oh. not the not the AFC East episode. Come oh, on, sounds like sounds like 
you know, someone, you know, you know, taking shots at me for caring about my organization and keeping up with what they're doing, and then Carrie's over here all depressed, and that's that's really what it was. It was he was just lashing out. You guys see that the Denzel Ward signings today? Who'd he go to? He was re-signed with the Browns. He's now the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL. What do you mean? What NFL do you mean? How much did he get? I don't even remember. It was a lot. He's a top eight, nine corner in the league. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Um, he's, he's good. I don't think he's great. He's top ten. And he's young. The only young corner better than him. Oh my gosh! Five Here. years, a hundred point, a hundred point five million. Oh my gosh! Carrie, Denzel Ward or Trayvon Diggs? Easily Denzel Ward. Low key, that's a tweet for you, Beerly Football. You think you might put that out? No. All right, fine. No, I'll, I'll put it on Beerly Hoops then. <laughs> I'll just change my name to Beerly Football and tweet it. We should have done. We should have done that on April Fools. That would have been. That would have been good. Yeah, switched it up. Who's ready to talk some Ravens tonight? Dude, I'm crying. <laughs> I am. I'm always ready. To talk I'm Ravens. always ready to talk Ravens. Let's go. All right, we got Kevin here from the Locked On Ravens podcast. How are we doing tonight? Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you sound great. You sound amazing. Beautiful. So what do you So how are you feeling about the Ravens right now? Are you are you happy? Last season. How do you feel about last season? <laughs> okay, start starting with last season. Um what well, wasn't great injury wise. You know, it feel, felt like everybody was really excited for the Ravens. They they had all these young pieces, obviously Lamar Jackson. And then the injuries just start coming, and they, they never stopped. I mean, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters, just in the preseason alone. And then you have guys like Lamar Jackson, who go down and miss the back half of the year. Marlon Humphrey, same thing. So the fact that they were actually at 8-3 and three, and, like, leading the AFC through 12 weeks is pretty incredible. And to be fair, they did have a very – an easier schedule in the front half as opposed to the back half. But I still think that – but it'll, it'll always be a what if. Like, what if the Ravens didn't get injured? And every team deals with injuries, right? It's not just the Ravens. Every it was NFL different team deals the Ravens. With... Right, but the, that's what it comes back to. It's like people say, oh, the Ravens use the injuries as an excuse. And I say, it wasn't an excuse. It was a reality where they had all these guys on injury reserve and week in and week out, they, they had to call up guys. Guys were playing like six spots up on the depth chart. So it was it, it was a crazy year in 2021. But I feel like there is there is a bounce back in store for 2022. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a, a team to look out for, a comeback team, a bounce-back team, like you said. Looking ahead into next year, what would you say some of the strengths are, I guess, pre-draft on this team, assuming they all stay healthy? Yeah, well, I think one of them is the quarterback position. I think a strength for this team is having a guy like Facts. Lamar Jackson who leads that offense. Facts. And I know that they're obviously varying opinions of him. Mine is that he's a very great NFL quarterback. And when he is fully on and fully healthy and he has time to throw in the pocket, which was a very big issue for the Ravens last season, was they just couldn't block. It, it was something to behold. I mean, again, the first part of the season, we saw the passing offense pick up. Another strength of this team, actually, 
is, is the wide receiver position. And I know when you think about the Ravens and wide receivers, you don't really think of that. It's all these like veteran stop gaps and young, like Rashad Perrimans and things like that. But the Ravens have Marquise Brown. They have Rashad Bateman, two guys who I think have all the potential in the world. They have some depth pieces like a Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, Tylen Wallace. So there, it's it's a young room for sure. And I feel like. They might add another one come draft day, but you look at that room, I think it's very, very good. Also, the safety position. The Ravens signed Marcus Williams in for agency, one of the best young safeties in his league, 25 years old. Great signing. Yeah, five years, $70 million, so he didn't come cheap, <laughs> but they believe in him. He's a great guy, and him alongside Chuck Clark, who is considered like the glue guy of that defense, that's a position where they also have depth like a Tony Jefferson who saw a bit of a resurgence during the second half of the season. Again, just due to injuries, they didn't have a ton of guys to play. Geno Stone, some depth pieces as well. And then assuming everybody is healthy, I think the running backs, obviously. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and potentially right. like a mid-round prospect. Dobbins was supposed to have the breakout year in 2022. And I think that that running back draft class that he came out of with Jonathan Taylor, who himself had the breakout season, it felt like that class could have done a lot of great things, and it did, but it felt like Dobbins should have been a part of that. So if Dobbins comes back full strength, Edwards comes back full strength, that's another one where I feel like they can really, really do some damage. Right. I agree. It's like crazy, too, because like last year, Devonta Freeman, just random guys going off, like really doesn't even matter who's a running back with that offense. Like, seems you can just put anybody there and they're going to fit. But especially with a guy like Dobbins that really showed a lot of potential year before, that's going to be a big threat for them. I mean, he, when they had Ingram, did you guys drink beer in the middle of a word, Gary? <laughs> like in the middle of a question? Well, Ingram came in there and scored 15 touchdowns his first year in, in that offense. Yeah, he was a I mean, 15 total. He had 10, 10, 10 rushing, 5 receiving, I believe it was. And I know people look at the, like, for 2021, the rushing stats, like, you look at the team stats, it was like top 5, top 5, top 5, everything. When in reality, like, Devonta Freeman didn't have burst, and Latavius Murray didn't have burst, and Le'Veon Bell got cut midway through the season, and Tyson Williams got benched, and so they were kind of looking for answers, and plus the offensive line, they signed uh, Alejandro Villanueva from Pittsburgh, and they kind of thought that, all right, we can transition him over to right tackle, and he can be a right tackle, but then Ronnie Stanley, who's their all-pro, has only played one game in about one and a half years. His injury was super gruesome, and everybody's, you know, hoping the best for him, but they moved Villanueva back to the left side, didn't really work out there. So all that combination, just like the lack of big playability from the running backs, the lack of blocking from the offensive line, it kind of made the Ravens become, like forced them into being a much more pass-heavy offense, which in 2019 and 2020, they ranked last in pass attempts. In 2021, I believe they were around eighth or ninth in pass attempts. And I think in 2022, we're going to see a, a balanced effort from them, passing and running the football, still probably favoring the run. But now That's that the Ravens have these weapons, yeah, yeah, it feels like it feels like it'll be more of a balanced attack, which I think with that, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, like you looked at them beginning of last year, they were the team to beat early on, especially when they beat that Chiefs Definitely. that big game. They looked very good that what was it like first eight, ten games of the season until you know the second half the injuries just caught up to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it was I don't think a lot of people in Baltimore expected them to be at the top of the AFC through 12 weeks. This was a team that had lost their entire running back room before the year started. So pretty much like six days before the year, they played on Monday Night Football against the Raiders in week one. They signed Maria and Bell and Freeman, and they were they had to get caught up on the playbook in like six days before that game. So to have that happen, to have the injuries continuously happen to them, and just it, it wasn't the seasoning injuries also – 
it was guys missing a week here or three weeks there. And then, like, Rashad Bateman got injured in training camp and he started on injured reserve. Miles Boykin started on injured reserve. All these players, and somehow this this team, this coaching staff, strings together big win. I mean, the Monday Night Football game against Indianapolis, where Lamar Jackson went nuclear in that game, was kind of like the – it felt like, oh, could, like the MVP moment for Lamar Jackson. But then, obviously, his season came to a pretty disappointing close during the Miami game was kind of the tipping point there and then the rest of the season before he got injured. So it was very impressive to see what they did in the beginning of that year. They were the team to beat, and then injuries just felt like caught up with them at the end of the day. That Miami game, I remember I was playing carry in fantasy that week, and all he was played out. I was down by like three points, four points, and all I had was Lamar. So I was like, oh, it's fine. I got the win in the bag. Yeah, but uh, that definitely was the tipping point. We talked about some of their strengths. You listed off a lot of them. Should be a promising season. But looking ahead, what would you say some of their weaknesses are? Yeah, there, there are a couple. Um, the edge position, for one, is is an area they just don't have a lot of depth at, I'm sure. Many throughout the NFL landscape are familiar with these Darius Smith, Ravens debacle that happened yeah. during the offseason. Where he Ravens signed with them. Not about that. Yeah, he, he, he signed with – okay, agreed to terms – with the Ravens, and then I think what happened was he saw the deals that Vaughn Miller got and that Chandler Jones got and said, hold on a minute, I can maybe get a bit more money than this. So he ended up proposing a new deal, then the Ravens said yes, then he proposed a new deal, then the Ravens said no, so that whole thing happened. But the edge room, Tyus Bowser, who was their best edge rusher in 2021, suffered a torn Achilles in Week 18. So just like an injury-filled season ends with another injury for the Ravens, so that'll probably cut into his 2022 playing availability. Adafi Owe missed the final two games in 2021 with a foot injury and also had off-season shoulder surgery. It seems like he's fully healthy now, but that's just something to monitor. And then there's Dalen Hayes, who missed his rookie season, or a lot of it, with an injury. And then Jalen Ferguson, who hasn't really done a ton. And that's it. Those are all the guys they have there. So the draft is a big position where they could address that edge position there. Also, corner. The Ravens lost four corners in free agency. Well, technically three. Jimmy Smith's still a free agent, but Tavon Young went to the Bears. Anthony Avery went to the Raiders, and Chris Westry went to the Carolina Panthers, and that leaves them with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, who are two great two great corners. Like, those are great players to have on your roster. But Peters coming off the torn ACL, Humphrey coming off the torn pec muscle. You, you look at those two, and I think you have to add a ton of depth. So whether that's signing two free agents and drafting a guy, drafting two guys and signing a free agent – those are two of the biggest positions where I feel like the Ravens have a bit of a weakness right now before the draft, but I expect them to shore that up as the draft because they have 10 picks, so they, they can do a lot there. Is there think, a certain... Wow. Go ahead, Carrie. Who do you think is going to be their first pick then? You know, That's if you exactly have... what I was going to say. We can read each other's minds. You I, pick love, I love the telepathy. Yeah. That's what happens when you drink beer. Right. No, for the Ravens, uh, so 14 is is a very interesting place to be in for them because usually they're they're consistent enough in the regular season where we see them picking in like the early 20s mid 20s every year right because they're they're right around there but they didn't have the year they wanted to last season so they're at 14 they could they could trade up they could trade down if they stay at 14 i feel like they would want a player such as Jermaine Johnson to fall to them Obviously, it doesn't seem like Sauce Gardner or Derek Stingley is reaching anywhere near them at 14. So the next best options at corner would be Trent McDuffie and Andrew Booth. 
if the Ravens those routes, it feels like a player like Jordan Davis, a defensive tackle out of Georgia, could be an option for them. They could also take a Charles Cross if he's available. Again, probably seems like he'll be taken before then, but you never know. Yeah. If, if there's a run on quarterbacks in the top 10 and it's just super unexpected, a wide receiver goes here and there, there could be a player like a Jermaine Johnson who falls, but I feel like this this draft class is just so hard to put a finger on where anybody's going to go. Like, there's no clear number one overall pick. Is right. it Devon Walker? Is it Aiden Hutchinson? Is it Evan Neal? You know, we, we really just don't know. So for Baltimore, those those were a couple guys I had my eye on at 14. Who would you say is going first? You had to guess. It's so tough. I feel like it'll be Hutchinson at the end of the day. But it feels like Walker's just picked up so much steam recently. And, and look, it all could just be a smoke screen. Right? Day, yeah, yeah it, it could just be a smoke screen. Super, like, potential with the athleticism he showed there. Like, one of the better combines that we've ever seen out of a player at his position. But it feels yeah. like Hutchinson, to me, is just, like, the the safer pick almost. Yeah, but sort it, of it feels, as well. Yeah, but also you could look at... Maybe if they want to get more protection for Trevor Lawrence, they go with a guy like Evan Neal, or maybe Iki Aquanu, who honestly is one of my favorites in this entire class. He's 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 getting nowhere near the Ravens at fourteen, but that's a player that could be maybe a sneaky dark horse for number one. Yeah, I think I feel like Giants will definitely take him if he's still on the board by them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Would you say um, thus far pre-draft the Ravens have had a successful offseason? Yeah, I, I would say so. I, I think a lot of Ravens fans coming into this offseason wanted the uber ultra aggressive moves to come just in succession. So like signing a $70 million safety, then signing a $80 million wide receiver, and then an offensive tackle and then a defensive lineman. The Ravens have shown before, and this is on record that some of their personnel have said that they feel like the draft is more of the area where they want to build through. So they will still attack free agency, and they did that this year. They signed Morgan Moses to a three-year, $15 million deal to be a right tackle for them. I think that was a steal of a deal for them. He's a very solid, durable player. They signed Michael Pierce, who was in Baltimore for the first couple years of his career and can be a solid run defender slash a bit of a pass rushing presence at the nose tackle position. It feels like Brandon Williams isn't coming back. They re-signed Clayus Campbell, who I think still he's he's getting up there in age, but could still be a very quality option for him. Zach loves Calais Campbell. He's great. Yeah, he, he I, I love I love him too. He on and off the field, I mean he's 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 a leader. He's someone people look up to in that locker room. And while he hasn't had the interior pass rushing presence that People would have wanted him to here in Baltimore. It feels like he can do that in a new defensive system with Mike McDonald. Not to mention, I know it's kind of cheesy, but you you look at the guys who missed the year due to injury. Those are free agent acquisitions in themselves. You look at it a certain way. So I think yeah. that when you yeah, look at that and you exactly that in, I know it's it's crazy to think how many guys they're getting back. They added those players. I think the draft will solidify that. But so far, I'd say yeah, they have had a successful offseason. Okay, good. So um. Everything's looking up for them this year, as long as they stay healthy. Finished at 8-9 and nine last year, lost their last six, I think. This should be an easy question for you, but do you think we'll have a better or worse season than last year? And what is maybe your projection for them this year, if you say better? Yeah, I, I definitely do think it's better, unless somehow the injury gods strike again and they go through another injury-riddled season like they did. But I feel like with the improvements that they will be able to make in the draft, the addition of Marcus Williams and just the players that hopefully will come back at full strength, they have too much talent not to have a better season. My projection, I mean, it might be a little a little bit out of the ordinary right now for a lot of people, but I actually have them winning the AFC North in a tiebreaker situation with Cincinnati. So the same record, 
but I feel like an AFC North tiebreaker, divisional tiebreaker will come down to it. And obviously, it's, it's subject to change, right? It can change based off of the draft and based off what the rest of the offseason is like. Uh, but I have confidence in them. I think they'll they'll make some noise this season. But again, I think we have to remember it's a very talented AFC. A ton of moves happening with Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan and and Deshaun Watson and Khalil Mack and everybody coming over to the AFC. So there are going to be some talented teams that don't make the playoffs. But uh, at this point, I, I don't think the Ravens are one of those. I, th- I think they will make the playoffs. Gotcha. Good. Now, how would you rank this division one to four? How do you think it's going to finish out? I think yeah. me and Kerry had Ravens first. Zach had Ravens second. What would your one to four look like? Yeah, I have Ravens one, Cincinnati two, Cleveland three, Pittsburgh four. I think, Good. yeah, Pittsburgh like with Trubisky. It's it's this might be the year that Tomlin maybe gets that under five hundred record, but you never know. I mean, Pittsburgh is always competitive. The division is a very tough one, and, and you know, not not the best in football. I think a lot of people have that be in the AFC West this year, but at the end of the day. There are a lot of talented teams. Cincinnati was the AFC representative in the Super Bowl, you know? So there are a lot of things to get sorted out in this division. But what I do know is that the Ravens got embarrassed twice by Cincinnati last season, and and they'll be looking out for some revenge there. So I feel like those will be very competitive games, not just this year, but for years to come. It feels like that'll be a matchup that people will be looking forward to for a long time. Right, yeah, two young quarterbacks, two top seven quarterbacks in the NFL. Um. Now, this is a, a very competitive division, very prideful division. What team do you hate the most in this division? <laughs> and well, why is it the Steelers? <laughs> well, you know, there you go. There's there's the answer. No, it, it, it has to – if there was a hated team, it would be Pittsburgh, I feel like. And just because, mm-hmm. you know, growing up and kind of getting so into that Ravens-Steelers rivalry of old, you know, you talk about – so many different players, Heinz Ward, Ed Reed, you know, the, the, the prime time moments that these teams had, the Ravens knocking off Pittsburgh, the Steelers knocking off Baltimore. The the history's there, you know, the, the rivalry is there for the Ravens and, and their fans. So Pittsburgh is a team that I think when you see them on the schedule, you say, ooh, that's a, that's a game I want to look forward to. And that's the game that's always circled on the calendar. Right. All right. Well, Zach, do your thing you do to everybody. <laughs> Harass him. All right. Really. Harass ready him. To be harassed. I would never. I would never. Wow. Okay. You ready so to I, have, I have two questions. Jaguars? I have two questions. Two questions. All right. The first of which is Jaguars, my team, unfortunately. Uh, they finished with the worst record in the NFL this past season. How many wins do the Jaguars get this season? I'm going to say one of them doesn't come against the Ravens, but I will say that they finish with four wins. Okay. Four. I like that. All right. Okay. All right. My second question is this. You really like Lamar Jackson. You really like Lamar Jackson. Okay. Here it comes. Here we go. So the question is, do you think he's a top 10 quarterback? And if so, where in your top 10 is he? He's number seven for me, by the way. Me and Zach argue about this every week. <laughs> Not a hater, but whenever Trevor I, I, I do, I do absolutely think he's a top 10 quarterback. And I think more people, you know, the injury didn't really do a lot to help that case for a lot of people just because of how his year ended. But to me, I think he's right in that top five, six, seven area, like right in the five to seven range. I know. For me, I, Mahomes is one of the best. Rodgers, obviously, 
Yeah, well, I guess now you got to count Brady in there as well because he's back. So you have a lot of different quarterbacks. I'll say, you know what? I'm going to put him at six. I'll put him at six. Okay. Where do you have Justin Herbert off the top of your head? Justin Herbert. I think he's eight or nine for me. Okay. <laughs> no, I love this guy. Oh, my I bet gosh. We got the That's same list. horrible. I bet we got the same list. That's criminal. That's just criminal. I bet we have the same list. That's so criminal. Top five quarterbacks go to the playoffs, bro. Oh, where was wow. Lamar Jackson last year? I said he was number seven. I said he's yeah, number seven. Five, Plus, if he would have played one of the last four games, they would have won, and they would have made the playoffs. There's no way to They'd guarantee They would win one that. of the last four. There's no way to yes, guarantee Yes, there is. That. No, there's not. They almost won with – what's his name? Was it Trayvon Boykin or somebody else? The quarterback, Tyler Huntley? Huntley, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, uh, Trevor, Trevor, you got one last name? Nope. Nah, yeah, I do. Can you say it's the year of the beer? It's the year of the beer. Heck yeah. Thanks for coming on tonight. you want to promote your podcast or anything for you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, plug oh, it. Shout yeah. it out. Sure, yeah. So uh, I host and produce the Lockdown Ravens podcast. It's five days a week of uh, – Ravens football. So uh, we talk that Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time. It's anywhere you get your podcasts. Also on YouTube. So a ton of great content nice. going on over there and every, every single weekday. Go Ravens. Go Ravens. That's right. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, guys. This is a blast. Now we're on to the winners of the division. Cincinnati Bengals. Nowhere to go. I guess there's only one place you go up from last year. We got Mike to talk Bengals. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. You ready to talk about Evan McPherson, the best kicker in the history of football? <laughs> are your yeah. headphones Bengals headphones? They're orange or black? No, just the color, not oh, <laughs> like okay. official Bengals or anything. Just mm-hmm. uh, honestly, coincidence because my fiance got them for me, and she's not a Bengals fan. Okay, maybe she just knew. Maybe maybe that's just soulmate. She just, yeah. you know, <laughs> shout out to her. Well, look, you had an, an crazy impressive year. Uh, 10 and 7 was probably better than anybody thought was going to happen. Joe Burrow stayed healthy all year. He got hit, but he stayed healthy. Won the division, 10 and 7, made the Super Bowl. Um, what do you think of last year? As a Bengals fan, you know, it's always interesting to get the perspective of the team that lost the Super Bowl. I got two questions about last year, and then we can put it behind us. But just overall, how did you feel about last year from week one to – zeros on the super bowl yeah well uh it was surprising i i don't think even Bengals fans thought oh super bowl run this year <laughs> i was yeah. hoping i was hoping to get a winning record was i think the main goal and then always every year for the past like 26 years of my life was like and hopefully they could win a playoff game <laughs> and um. then they did that and then you know i was just playing with house money at that point i was like yeah keep going and then they got to the super bowl i was like oh crap no they have to win this one and they didn't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it was awesome though i mean looking back it was very cool didn't think any of that was going to happen i mean this is all like a year in advance i thought maybe this year would be a year that maybe they could contend but i don't know everybody just joe burrow throughout the season just leveled up became a star quarterback instead of just promising rookie and absolutely top five yeah, Jamar Chase enters the league, and he is what he was supposed to be at, like, the peak of his career <laughs> as a rookie, yeah. catching the Bengals' record in season yardage more than Ocho or any of those guys ever had. So, I don't know. It, very exciting. I think it's really exciting. This is the most excited I've ever been heading into the next season. Obviously, I've never seen this team make 
even win a playoff game. So making a Super Bowl coming off that loss sucked for a while, but now I'm just excited to get into the next year. Right. Yeah. And Super Bowl losses are tough, especially when your team is old, like Cardinals a few years ago when their quarterback was old Kurt Warner and Larry Fitzgerald. And you kind of knew if they didn't win it this year, the window is probably closed. But it looks like the window is just opening for the Bengals. And I'm a Bengals lover. I love Joe Burrow. Love Evan McPherson. Those are my dogs. Love the team overall. Talent everywhere. Huh? Besides that O-line. They're working on it. It's a work in progress. But, yeah, this is definitely – this is a promising way to lose a Super Bowl. It's not like it's over now. It's just the the window has just begun. But um, how did you feel on that last play of the Super Bowl, seeing DeMar was open, if there was another second, second and a half, the season might have ended differently. Yeah. Was that just the Achilles heel and it was bound to catch up to you? uh, Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, let's not discredit what Aaron Donald did because, you know, Aaron Donald. He's that guy. Yeah, possibly the greatest defensive player of all time. You know, five, what are five-time defensive player of the year? Probably could have more, but I think voters got tired of that. Yeah, I I, I don't know. You you look back on it, and Chase is definitely open, and then Ramsey even falls down, making it even worse. So it's just half a second. And I mean, but that's what the entire playoff run was, right? Like they never had, once Reef went down, it felt like they just never had an offensive line that could do anything. So Mm -hmm. it was always the Achilles heel, but it never came back to bite them in the playoffs to the point where they lost. Like they beat the Titans despite nine sacks. Right. The Chiefs got constant pressure. Just Burrow pulled magic out of the hat to Burrow avoid was incredible Chris Jones. In the second half of that game, incredible. yeah, almost through that one pick. But whatever. Other than like just nitpicking on like the two throws, he threw a pick on one, almost threw a pick on another. I mean, the way he escaped all that pressure was just bonkers. And I mean, the Raiders are getting good pressure too. So the entire playoffs, it was one of the worst performances of all time for I think for a Super Bowl offensive line just the entire playoffs yeah and probably in the super bowl too <laughs> i think they had the season low pass block win rate so it was terrible but uh, they were finding ways to win and then it felt also i don't want to just not blame anybody but the offensive line because it did feel like burrow finally couldn't put on the superman cape and make it okay you know like it it finally caught up where he couldn't save the offensive line Right. Yeah. Well, three uh, rapid fire questions first. All right. Never mind. Exactly. Rapid fire. I'm assuming I could guess this one, but are you still taking Chase over Sewell? Are you? Yeah. I figured. Yes, bro. Come on. Ooh. Nobody is going to say Sewell over Chase. <laughs> Give it up. I was. I was a. I was people, a guy. But people no. it early on. But all right. Two. Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase. Oh. Uh, Jamar Chase, the homer pick. I think it's about even, though, to be yeah, honest. It's very close. Yeah. Three. Here's the other big one. Burrow or Herbert? Oh, man. Uh, it's tough. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's really it's tight. Burrow. It's Burrow. <laughs> I'm going to go Burrow. I'm going to go Burrow it's just, Burrow. just because, it's, you know, I'm <laughs> a Bengals guy. But, yeah, I mean, I, if I was the Chargers, I'd be ecstatic with Herbert, too. I mean, the future of the AFC right there. Mm-hmm. So, this one's also kind of obvious. What do you think is the big weaknesses for the Bengals? You know, it's 
not the entire offensive line anymore, right? Because you get Lowell Collins and Alex Kappa and even Ted Karras. Alex Kappa fine. is that guy. Trust me. Garrett, I don't get the Kara one. He was mediocre in New England. He's not. He's, he's better than what they had, but people are like, oh, he's going to change the line. I mean, they're all good signings, all better than what they had, but I still don't see that line being like a strength for them either. No. As long as, it, as long as it improves, I don't think it matters. I mean, you just got to have – a ch- you just got to give it a, a, your offense a chance, I think. Yeah, I mean, they just had to keep Joan Williams, cut everyone else, and start over, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what they did. <laughs> um, so left guard's still a weakness if they're going to really roll out there with Jackson Carmen or whoever wins a competition. I just – I don't think you could trust that as a Super Bowl team. Other than that, I think the pass rush can be a little bit of a weakness, just – if one guy goes down, especially if Trey Hendrickson goes down, that thing goes right down the toilet. Um, Eli Apple, never going to trust that. Uh, you never know. <laughs> he was fine last year. It's just, no, I'm not going to trust Eli Apple to be worth to be a, a good cornerback again this year. So there's a few weaknesses, but they're, they're a pretty complete team for this year going forward. Like, there's a there's some stuff like they don't have a tight end after this year. They don't have, but Hayden Hurst should be fine. Uh, they've got their wide receivers set, Burrow set, Mixon set. The offense is pretty good. Just left guard, and I wouldn't trust Karras to really be a huge improvement, but he should improve a little bit. And uh, then on defense, Eli Apple ended up being the guy they picked on, and I don't think yeah. that was just randomly. I think they wanted to get Cup onto Apple, and they did. Yeah, they wanted to. They saw that matchup as an uh, advantage for them, and it clearly was, especially late in the game. What do you would you say their biggest strengths are heading into next year? Easily the wide receivers and Burrow and right. the connection. And the whole passing offense should be a huge strength. I um, agree. But underrated strength is just their run defense and DJ Reader. I, I don't think enough people talk about DJ Reader in the middle of the defensive line. Probably a Pro Bowl level nose tackle, but he's nose tackle, so he'll never get it. Um, he, sh- I mean, if you ever want to get excited about him, just he was a uh, career game in that game against Tennessee and Derrick Henry. I mean, he was awesome. I'm not laughing at what you just said. I was laughing at Kerry's cat's tail, just in frame, just like curling <laughs> itself like up around his chair. It was hilarious. He's ready to talk football beer. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was funny. Um, so, what about the draft? Who do you, you know, there's still some, still some options for them to take. Who's, who's your, you know, main guy or either position that you want the Bengals to go after? Well, Lerbaum's the main guy. Just if it was me, I would get him, move Karras to left guard, and you've got your offensive line, and it's honestly a strength with Linderbaum, in my opinion. Right from the right over, it would be awesome. And he's seen the drop a bit too lately with the injury. You know, we've seen him in like later ends of the first round and. He's a beast if they get him. Yeah, I mean, he's specific too, right? Like, he's only a center and he's only a zone-blocking run scheme. So, like, there are teams that will pass on him because of that. And the Bengals, he fits perfectly. So, mm-hmm. that's the dream pick. Otherwise, I'm looking at guys like uh, Peter Schrager had George Karloftis fall. That'd be awesome, but I don't think it happens. Other than that, it's like Kyer Elam, I think, was a good corner pick for them. He if is they so to go good. There. Yeah. He's a lockdown. He's a lock. I think he gets underrated because he tried to play through his injury this last right. year, but he was awesome. His game against Alabama, I mean, he had Jamison Williams just shut down, locked in Alcatraz over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 
do you think they had a successful offseason up to this point? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, they did what they could on the offensive line with the money they had, and they brought in uh, Hayden Hurst to at least fill the tight end spot for this season. So I think overall they put themselves in a good spot to compete this year. All right. Well, um, looking ahead up into next year, do you think they have a better year, worse year than last year? It's going to be hard to go up, but <laughs> it's all yeah. I mean, the 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 easy money would be to say worse year. That it's so hard to make a Super Bowl, and yeah. Right. I, what do you think? Man? This is all about you. I don't. I think it's tough. I I would say they probably don't win the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I think they definitely could. So I'll say worse, but I don't expect them to have no shot at winning the Super Bowl. It's just right trying to get through Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, that whole gauntlet. The AFC got even better. There's Khalil Mack in Los Angeles now and all that stuff. So, yeah, it'll be tough. Okay. I, I like that. I definitely think they have what, what it takes to get back. They have the best kicker in football. Zach, uh, your little abuse that you give everybody. So that I, comes have, on. I have two questions. I have two Abusive questions. questions. Uh, Abusive questions. So the first one is, obviously, the AFC North – a lot of history there, you know, a lot of rivalries going on. So what team do you as a Bengals fan hate the most? If it's not oh. the Steelers, you're not a true Bengals fan. Yeah, it's the Steelers. There that's you that's go. not even yeah. a question. <laughs> I like it. All right, question number two. All right, my Jacksonville Jaguars, worst record in the NFL past season, made some moves this offseason, have the first overall pick in the draft. Uh, how many wins do you think they get next season? Five. Five. Okay. Yes, I like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we had some guests on a few weeks ago that were like, oh, I could see him getting like eight wins, nine wins, trying no to be one, all No one, no one, first off, no one ever said a winning record. Somebody said eight. Someone said eight, which is a I losing record in the NFL. Eight, which is a lie. They're lying to you, Zach. <laughs> they don't really think that. I do think Doug Peterson's a really good coach, so... Yeah. Um, and that's the I biggest like that. improvement they possibly could have made, is get a competent head coach. So Yeah, I mean, anything beats that guy last year. Dude, I, really him I can't, help, but, dude. I can't. Know. All the stuff that keeps coming out about Urban Meyer's time in Jacksonville, just, I'm like, why? Why'd this happen to me? Yeah, you should have stayed in college. I got one last question. Can you say it's the year of the beer? It's the year of the beer. Awesome. That was amazing. That was beautiful. You, you want to plug your podcast or anything before I hit out? Yeah, sure. Uh, catch Locked On Bengals daily, but I'm on once a week. And uh, just follow my Twitter at Bengals underscore Sands for anything I do. So if you're into the draft, Bengals, football in general, come check it out. Awesome. Yeah, make sure to do that. Go Bengals. Appreciate you coming on, man. Have, hope you have a good night. Yeah, thanks for having me. Luck to you guys this year. Now we're ready to talk about the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL, the MVP, Mitchell Trubisky, the GOAT. Did you say MVP? The MVP, Nickelodeon valuable player. Talk Steers, we got James. How are you doing tonight? What's going on, fellas? Glad to be here. Glad to join you. Are you you glad about Mitchell Trubisky? That's the real question. Listen. 
I, w- I, I was all in. I wanted Deshaun Watson. You know, I was like everybody else. I wanted the dream, uh, but understood that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, also looking forward to the draft, but I knew we needed something. And Jameis Winston, you know, the Derek Carr, there was a lot of names floated out, floating out there. And I'm okay with Trubisky temporarily, but I do think they still need to address the quarterback position, which they will. Should they address it in the draft? Now, here, now th- here's my position on that. I know they want Malik Willis, and I do too. At least I believe they do. Um, but to get Malik Willis, I think they're going to have to go up to get him, and I don't think they should do that. I think they'd be okay if they just wait, wait till next year. Next year's draft can be pretty deep. They'll have some opportunities there. Um, but don't, 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 don't sell the future to to go get him now, it, it, because it's going to probably take to get up in front of Carolina potentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you guys have a crazy hard division. We forgot. Did we ask the last guy who he hates the most in the division? Yeah, we did. All right, cool. We got a question. We could start that off with you. Let's start it. Um, what team do you hate the most in the division? Ravens. It's I Ravens. knew it. Yep. Yeah, that's the Ravens. I was, I was expecting that. Yeah. This is a competitive division. You know, in some divisions, you can ask, what team do you hate? And they're like, oh, I don't hate anybody. But you ask somebody in this division, what team do you hate? They got an answer ready for you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's a very, very competitive division, and waiting to see how the draft all shakes out once free agency's through and teams really have their, their rosters complete and they're moving into camps and things of that nature. You kind of know what you're working with. It, 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 uh, the AFC North's right up there with the, the with the West over there that has the Mahomes and, you know, th- those four studs and Carr and, and Will, Russell Wilson and all those guys in that division – with Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, when he comes, Burroughs, and potentially whoever the Pittsburgh Steelers end up with. Right. Well, uh, looking back into last year, how did you feel with the uh, the struggles of Big Ben? Were you just were you cool with him there because of all of these, all that he's done for Pittsburgh, or you kind of just you couldn't wait to get him out the door at the end of the season? Man, how did look, you feel I, about that? I mean, look, I appreciate everything Big Ben did 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 for the organization, the fans, the city, the championships, right. but. I truly felt he was done probably two years ago. I really think it's not crazy to say that. It's not yeah, crazy it, to it, say it, that. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. You know, the, the significant injury he had and mm-hmm. the terrible offensive line in front of him. I mean, he could he could barely move. And it, it was time for him to hang it up, man. Okay. That makes sense. Well, uh, well, looking ahead, of course, it's, it's now time for the post-Ben era. What do you think mm-hmm. some of their strengths are heading into this season? Well, first and foremost, the leadership. And that, and that starts with Tomlin. Yeah. Right. 15 non-losing seasons, man. I mean, you, you just look what he's – the whole, you know, everything he's been able to manage while he's been there. Never, Like I said, never had a losing season. They just brought Brian Flores on to uh, their coaching staff. I mean, you know – That's a great that, hire. That's yeah. a great hire. And it's a move that, you know, a lot of people sitting back watching saying if any, if any team or any organization could probably absorb something like that right now – it'd probably be the Pittsburgh Steelers with, you know, how they operate in Mike Tomlin, but definitely leadership. And that even rolls out onto the field with Cam Hayward, of course, TJ Watt, their reigning NFL uh, MVP, defensive MVP. You have Minka Fitzpatrick back there. They did add Miles Jacks uh, from uh, Jacksonville, who, who, who they let go. So there's some leadership now, but they'll struggle on the offensive side of the ball uh, for leadership because that was definitely big Ben and the year before with Pouncey and, and his crew, you know, those – those were the leaders on offense. It's someone, the, one of the younger players, are going to have to step up this year. Right. I asked Kerry this earlier on in the episode. 
Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting to see if you're biased, see your real thoughts about this. You think Deontay Johnson is a bona fide wide receiver one? <sighs> put it this way. I I put out there and tweeted today, I, I wouldn't give him more than $15 million a year. That'd be it. Mm. Okay. That, would okay. Be that answers that question. Yeah. I no. like him. I like him. Um, he, he's had some problems with some drops. Um, but he's cleaned it up a little bit. But he's to me, he's not a true number one that you want. Right. He's, he's, he's definitely solid. underrated, too. Like, pe- like, outside of Pittsburgh, people tend to, like, write him off a bit. Like, I'm, obviously, he's not one of the premier top wide receivers. But, you know, he's up there. He had a great year last year. The drops yeah. are down. Too, so, he's still young. I mean – if he get also if he had better quarterback play, then this number is going to look even better. That's true too, man. That's yeah. true too. So he's he's coming into the time where he's gonna it's gonna be his turn to get paid, and and you know, opposite of course they have Chase Claypool, and uh, you know they lost Juju, but I don't know if you fellas see. I'm sure you did. They they picked up Weekends from Baltimore. I don't know how big that is. I had put out there on Twitter is Miles Boykin an upgrade over James Washington who they lost who went to Dallas mm-hmm. and it's interesting some of the comments so but yeah DJ's, he's a solid receiver uh, before he was true number one man he was you know he was leading the league in punt return averages I mean he's taking him to the house and of course you got to take him out of that capacity like they did with Antonio Brown when he becomes your, your number one but you think they'll miss Juju or you think they'll be able to move on without him I, I think they'll be okay without him because I agree. A lot, people, a lot of people have to remember Juju only played five games last year, so yeah. And, and you know, you know how you're operating without him, right? So yeah. And this is a deep wide receiver uh, class in this draft. They definitely have to address it. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they do. What would Mitchell Trubisky have to do this year in order for you to buy a Mitchell Trubisky jersey? I'm not buying a Mitchell Trubisky jersey, and I'm telling you now because he's not going to be the franchise quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think he. I don't think he will be. Um, can can he possibly? I mean, fellas, he went to a Pro Bowl in Chicago. Let's not forget. I mean, as an all first round pick, Matt Nagy. Yeah, anybody. I mean, nobody can play good than Nagy. He did. You got to give him credit for that, right? So, I mean, the potential is there, and, and, and like you guys say, I mean, look at who who he's under and. Atmosphere and organization. He at the time he was operating in. So having a chance to to take a, a year off and go to Buffalo and sit behind Josh Allen and watch how he puts in work, um, and then be given a golden second opportunity with, you know, probably the best scenario out there for him in in going to Pittsburgh with the stability and like we already touched on, you know, the leadership of Coach Tomlin, and uh, so he he definitely has a nice opportunity ahead of him. Right. Well, uh, we touched on the strengths. You talked about the leadership, things like that. What would you say some of the weaknesses are heading into this next season? Well, it starts with the offensive line. Uh, they brought in Daniels and Cole. Uh, so so that we would assume those are upgrades, but, you know, that that's yet to be seen. Um, you have a phenomenal talent, Najee Harris, so you hate to see him get get hit, you know, every other play mm. in the backfield. So yeah. definitely the weakness is the offensive line for sure. And I do, I am a little worried about the cornerback position right now because they did lose to let Joe Hayden go and Terrell Edmonds at the, at the safety spot. So I'm hoping they're able to get the honey badger there to pair him up with Minka. That would be lovely. Ooh, that'd be I know, I know they're trying. I know Tomlin has reached out to him. I know they're trying. 
Um, that would be nice, and I, I, you know, they they definitely have to have to uh, address that. I, I I'm not for Terrell Edmonds coming back, but I'd be okay. I'd be okay with it. I got okay. You. Okay. Well, um, second in the division last year, nine and seven, with uh, that lackadaisical offensive play. Yeah. Do you like that word, Zach? Yeah. It's I mean, uh, yeah, lackadaisical, it's, but yeah. That's what I said. I can't really – I can't X my exes like that. Putrid. You should have said putrid. I could have. That's what putrid. Looking ahead in this year, obviously being led by their defense, you think they'll have a better or worse season this year? It's, uh, it's, it, it, there's a lot of things that still have to happen, right? We got to see how their draft shakes out, right? We got to see – I, I want to see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Um He's going to have to serve some some kind of suspension, I would assume, right, fellas? But um, you got Joe Burrows, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson, and you play those teams. So that's six games right there in division, tough division like we talked about. Then they got Brady and the Patriots. I mean, in the uh, the Bucks, uh, they go down to Miami. They got a, they got a couple 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 tough games. So it's going to be it's going to be be tough with Mitchell Trubisky and, and, and so, but I do not expect them to have a losing season at, at, at nine, seven and one. I mean, they had a tie that makes it hard. So I'm going to say they're going to, they're going to have a better season. Okay. Okay. Take it. Do your thing, man. Do the, do the verbal abuse. You the give all our guests. Go ahead. So Go as ahead. a, from, from one man who has a team that had an awful offense last year to another man, with a team who had an awful offense last year. How many wigs, wins did the Jags get this season? Oh, man. Man. I'm, I'm going to give them – I'm going to give them – I'll give them six. Ooh, hey, we're going up. I like it. I like I'll, it. I like it. Six. They, they can't possibly get any worse. Man. Exactly. They might. Right now. There's got to be a worse team in the NFL, and the Jags, it might be the Jags, you know? They no, positive. They're Urban gonna Meyer. not going to be the they're Bucks. They're going to be better this year. Hey, tell me this. Did you think Urban Meyer was going to bomb like that so quickly? I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen, but I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. And when, when, when Brian Flores got fired in Miami, I was like, oh, man, please come to Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I thought he was going to end up in in Houston. That's where I thought. That was a good Same. opportunity. Yeah, Flores yeah. would have ended up, but he didn't. I'm glad he's in Pittsburgh. He'll get another opportunity, man. Yeah, he's a really Absolutely. good coach in Miami too. Yeah, he was. He is. He is. Miami is. Miami has a very nice, a nice team. Um, that's a, that's a nice team. Tua needs Tua needs to get it together, man. Tua needs to do something with that. And they got Tyreek Hill down there now too, man. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't, if that offense doesn't improve, then it might be time to end the tour attack below experiment. They were kind of in the same situation as the Steelers last year with a really good defense, and the offense kind of sputtered along. Yeah. They both finished about the same, too. I think they both had, like, nine wins. And here's my question. Who are the Jags taking number one overall? I know it's – I keep seeing – Hutchinson, and I keep seeing the the kid Walker from UGA. Yeah, so – so from what I've been, you know, I got my feelers out. From what I've been hearing, if if you want like the guy with the highest upside, you go with Walker. If you go with the guy who you know what you're getting, he's gonna be a great player. It's Aiden Hutchinson. That's fair. Yeah. 
But I think if we're dealing with Doug Peterson, I imagine it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Would you be okay with them trading out of there? Uh, it depends on what they get. If they got really good value for that, I would be okay with them trading out of there. I wouldn't. And I hate the Jags. <laughs> Who doesn't? Trevor. <laughs> you, you got another question? It seems like there's a clear number one pick this year. Like yeah. Like consensus number right. one to me. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you look at the number one, if you look at the number one picks of like the last 15 years, none of them have turned out that well. The amount of number one picks. Uh, yeah. Is, is, yeah. Point. I, it'll be interesting to see where Baker ends up. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're getting worse. I don't know. I mean, Seattle's out there. They talk about Carolina. Do you yeah. think he gets traded during the draft? That's, I hope so. That's a possibility. It's, it seems like Carolina's interested, so. Yeah. I see it. Yeah, for sure. Trevor, sure. you got your last question? I got to go peace. So I need you to ask him. <laughs> Zach, I'll let you take it away. All right. Can you say one thing for us? Can you say the year of the beer? Or it's, it's the year of the beer. It's the year of the beer. The year of the beer? Yeah. I like it. Just say it. Yeah, it's just say it's the year of the beer. It's the year of the beer. That's my boy. Yeah. There it is. Anything you want to promote or plug before you head out? Yeah, man, the Sports Podium Podcast, man. Me and my boys, two of my partners, The Matrix and Chop, make up the Sports Podium Podcast. We talk about sports, life in general, unscripted, unraw. It's 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 fun, man. Check it out, fellas, if you ever get a chance. Sports Podium Podcast. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. on. All right, fellas. Have a good night. All right. Holla. So, unfortunately, our Browns guests, we had some te- technical di- difficulty, technical difficulties with them. Technically difficult Yeah. So, we're going to talk Browns for a little bit. Uh, guys, are the Browns going to be better or worse than they were last season? Obviously, they had Baker Mayfield playing through an injury. Um, you know, lost a couple weapons, including o- Odell Beckham Jr. What do you guys think? You mean the same? Same? Wait. No, why would they be the same? Why? Watson's not better than a Hurt Baker. Watson's not, Watson, Watson's not better than a Hurt Baker. The Bengals are better. The Ravens are better. The Steelers, probably about the same. I don't see – the AFC is a lot better. I don't see the Browns being that much better. Do you? I yeah. don't. I don't. I think everyone's greatly overestimating Deshaun Watson's value. I mean, the guy that hasn't – he's going to be rusty. And Didn't both of y'all put him in your top five? No. no. Top six? He's in top ten. He's in top ten. So the but team I had Baker Mayfield my top ten the previous last year. Yeah, that was sick. And then you got what are their strengths heading into this year? No one thinks he's a Obviously starting quarterback, quarterback for some reason. No, y'all forget about the run game. Y'all forget about Amari Cooper. Y'all hey, forget about yeah. Okay. Get another fat guy. Replacing your line wasn't that yeah, good. Yeah. Ask how. Ask the Bengals what how it is replacing a fat guy. The Browns line wasn't as good last year as it was the year before. That was no, kind of why. It definitely wasn't. It's very good against the run, but it struggled in the pass protection last year. Yeah. But what would you say their weaknesses are? I feel like it's their skill players. They have no good wide receivers. Amari Cooper. Okay. 
for running back, they're set. Skill players meaning wide receivers and tight ends. DPJ is not a good wide receiver, too. Who? No. DPJ? No. Njoku's not a good tight end. I don't know why they give him a crazy talk. Njoku is a good tight end. Look how bias in the dictionary. The problem, the problem, the problem is, is Baker Mayfield does not like throwing to tight ends, and they had him double set. He wasn't even better than Austin Hooper, huh? He wasn't even better than Austin Hooper. He was better. They actually released Austin Hooper, so they're going full time to Joku. Yeah, Austin Hooper. Exactly. (laughs) That's what happens when you're five years in. (laughs) Austin Hooper. Exactly. I think we all had him at third in the division, yeah. I had him at four. Yeah. But if Gab got him yeah, coming back, I might put him at second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. Unless... Um, Wait, I was going to ask our guest this, but I'll ask you guys this. Whose team are you on, Team Baker or Team Watson? Who's, Baker. Who'd you rather have? What? Watson? What the freak? Baker. 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 Baker turned that franchise around. He exactly. Has a There's no no loyalty nowadays. No yeah. loyalty. Baker Why would you be loyal? Baker Why would you be loyal? If your girlfriend punched you in the face, right, and sucked, well, all right, Trevor, this is some personal issues coming out right here. This all is right, not about. Trevor, do you need to talk Trevor. to somebody? I'm always here Trevor. if you need to talk. Trevor, how many how how many quarterbacks have the Browns had in like the last twenty years? Like Deshaun Kaiser, Jeff Garcia, Johnny Manziel. It goes on and on. Jeff and on Garcia and on. did not play for the Browns. Definitely did. Who knows? There's like Brandon Whedon. There's too many lists. Look, Tyrod Taylor. He's the first one to get from the playoffs in a long time. Okay, yeah. they're not trying to win the playoffs. Just, they got a five no, curve. They're not trying to go to the playoffs. They're trying to I'm win. They're trying to do what the Rams did. I'm not a huge Baker fan, but he's still like a you know top 15 quarterback in the act. Okay, like, was Jared Goff? Was Jared Goff in L.A.? He acted yes. like he's Sam Darnold. Yes. I don't was think Jared he was. To be okay, fair, wait, no, I don't think he was. I got a really good analogy I want to make. Okay. Jared Goff in L.A. is to Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson is better than Matthew Stafford. No. Deshaun what do you mean? No. What do you mean? Here's, here's a take I saw on Twitter. Deshaun Watson, all those stats he had was because Texans was so bad. He's a big, he's like Dak. He's a stat pattern. Shut up. His big stats, a lot of them because they were losing. Three white men going absolutely No, 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 no. no. Let, let's, let's, okay, first Look off. the numbers. Really dumb. His number, those great numbers a lot from when they were down big. Yes, he's a good quarterback, but people are like, also, oh. Also, also, he's also. Is Amari right. Cooper, is Amari Cooper as good as DeAndre Hopkins? No. No. Nowhere near. Nowhere near as good. Is DPJ as good as Will Fuller was in his last season with the Houston Texans? No. No, not even close. He does not have the same weapons he had when he put up those insane numbers. He has a better run game. Oh, he has a line, and he has wide receivers in the NFL. He's going to be fine. That line sucked in Houston. And he has Nick freaking Chubb. Who Who did he have? Duke Johnson. Lamar, Lamar Miller, Miller. No Lamar Miller slander on this. Well, Lamar Miller, Miller, Arian Foster. Sorry. No, I don't think it's Arian Foster. Foster. He didn't he have Arian Foster. Was that before his time? I thought he had Arian Foster for a year and a half or two years. I mean, he's the best quarterback the Texans ever had. He's the best quarterback so the Browns have ever had. 
No Johnny Manziel slander on the timeline. <laughs> uh, y'all are tri- y'all are tripping about Russell Wilson, and y'all are tripping about Deshaun Watson. It sucks. Come at me. He doesn't suck. But you know what I mean. Watson's still a top ten quarterback. I don't disagree with any of that. Will, I just Will, don't think they. I don't. Everyone's saying that because the Browns got Deshaun Watson, they're gonna be like. Uh, they're going to compete for the top spot in the AFC North, and I don't think that's true at all. You know, what's, you know what's the funniest part? All these Browns fans were like mad at Big Ben when Steelers had him as a quarterback. Like, wow, what a great guy to leave your franchise. They go out and get Watson. Yeah. Hey. Hey. No, like, I'm not. It made it sound like I was going to defend that. I was not about to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was something else. It was an intrusive. Like, oh, who cares? We can win now. We're the Cleveland. To Guardians. be fair, to be fair to Deshaun Watson. <laughs> hey, so you guys agree that Deshaun Watson is better than Baker Mayfield? Hey, it equals out. Yes. If you change, if you change so then the why name, are you Team Baker? If you change the name of your baseball team, because there's got to be some kind of loyalty. It cancels out. Do you wish? Do you wish you married your first girlfriend? No. Carrie. No, Carrie doesn't count. Bro, imagine to be fair, to, to be fair though, I didn't break up with my first, first girlfriend. She broke up with me. But what if you had to marry your first girlfriend? You would never find your wife, bro. Maybe you would. not necessarily Dude, true. no Monica slander right now. <laughs> like, she wasn't your right. first girlfriend. Yes, she was. All right, moving on. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. It's not Reggie Bush anymore, is it? It's not Reggie Bush anymore, is it? All right. I've been thinking about it for 15 seconds. I can't find one. All right, Browns. Better words. Castro's first name, Kerry? What? The offensive lineman, Castro. What? The There's offensive no lineman, Castro. There's no guy named Castro in the NFL. Who's Ramon Castro? He retired like four years ago. It was Ramon right. Foster. It was Ramon Foster. For the Steelers? All right, I'll keep it in mind. We'll think thinking, about it, Zach. We'll rendezvous. Yeah. All right. Do you think they'll be better or worse than last year? Did we already ask for that? I don't know. I think they'll be, what were they, 6-9 and nine last year? No, 6-10? and 10? I don't know. Something like that. They were seven and nine. Oh, they were seven and nine. They were eight and nine. Eight and nine. They were next big game. Okay. Uh, I think better. I think they'll be like nine and eight. Which yeah. would be better? That. It'll be better. Um. The Browns. Any other Browns topics we want to discuss? Who do you think they're going to take uh, in their first with their first pick? Probably a football player. Yeah, a guy that was just a college football player, but now he's going to be an NFL player. He's probably going to make millions of dollars too. Oh, Brian Clark. Sure, Zach. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't call the Cleveland Browns. Wait, is it not Ryan Clark? Is that the defensive back? Yeah. Carrie, is Ryan Clark a defensive back? Trevor? Trevor. Trevor. Oh, yeah. Ryan Clark. No, I know what you're talking about. Yes, Ryan Clark's a defensive back. back. Okay. That makes sense. Carrie, rapid fire me, bro. Very right. good at uh, breaking yeah. up passes. <laughs> rapid fire. Let's go. 
Rookie Kyle Pitts or rookie Jeremy Shockey? Come on. <laughs> shock. It's shock. I wonder who Trevor's taking. AP. Who ends up the better Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Dak or Tony Romo? Well, does Dak have a Rain playoff Dakota win? Dakota Prescott, Dak. Romo. Does Dak have a playoff win? He will. It's not over yet. Maybe. I think he does have a playoff win, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't think so. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't won the playoffs in a long time. All right, Zach, which QB is a better 2022 season? I'm only asking you this. Trevor Lawrence or Davis Mills? Trevor Why Lawrence. can't I answer? I don't care about you. Trevor Lawrence. Pick one in their prime, Russ or Matt Ryan? Ooh. Matt Ryan's MVP season clears any season Russ did. Yeah, I'm going to go with Matt Ryan in his prime. Trevor? Matt Ryan, wake up. Colts, was, are coming up, Colts are winning the division. No, going to the AFC Championship game. No, I was so disappointed in this tweet as it didn't do as well as I thought. They it got Stephon Gilmore. Which wide receiver duo would you rather have, Debo Samuel and Jerry Rice, or Justin Jefferson and Randy Moss? Come on, bro. Jettas. Come on, bro. And Moss. Justin Moss. Which second-year running back would you rather have, Javante Williams or Najee Harris? Najee, Najee. what the freak? yeah, that's. Easy. I saw that tweet. I saw that tweet, and I was like, "This is the dumbest tweet that Beerly Football has ever made." Who is the Vikings' best QB since two thousand? Vinny Testaverde. It's Case Keenum, best season of them all. No, Kirk it's Keenum. gonna be Kirk, Captain Kirk. Red Favre might have the best one season. Yeah, he had one good season, but I'm not gonna say all right, which AFC team is most likely to improve next season? Jaguars. Ram- Ravens. Yeah, I think Ravens or Dolphins. There's no Jags way the Jaguars don't improve. If they end up with the second pick, they most, improve. Most likely to improve, Zach. All right, who would have been a better wide receiver? Josh Gordon or Justin Blackman? Sorry, Zach. Oh, God. Blackman was insane. Yeah, Justin Blackman would have been crazy. He averaged like 100 yards a game his second season. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking Gordon, though. I think I'm going to take Gordon as well, but Blackman, very, very close. Both would have been top 10 wideouts. Yeah. All right. Pick one in their prime tight end edition Dallas Clark or Heath Miller? Dallas Clark. (laughs) I'm going to take Dallas Clark, but that's the most... I've never, ever been asked a question where I was like, huh? <laughs> now, this is the question. This is the one. Huh? All right. Miller. Who is the second best QB during the Brady era in the AFC East? This is kind of a sad question when you look at it. You got guys like Ryan Tannehill, Mark, Mark Sanchez, Chad Pennington, Fitzpatrick. Fitz. They're not all good ones. No Tyrod? Mark Sanchez. Oh, wait. No, no, no. no. Tyrod Taylor. Hold on. Tyrod Taylor for the Buffalo Bills. Heck yeah. All right. I'm ready for – I want a 30-second debate between Trevor and Zach on this. Mm-hmm. Who is the better Niners QB in their prime, Colin Kaepernick or Jimmy G? Uh, it's it's Colin Kaepernick. Trevor? Wait. Yeah, it's Cap, bro. You, you think me and Zach, one of us are going to praise Jimmy G? Yeah. It's more like a debate between you and Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I think Jimmy G sucks. Gary, Cap got him to the Super Bowl. 
Jimmy G was dragged to the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. This one could throw more than 25 yards in the game. All right. Which defensive duo would you rather have? Richard Sherman and Bobby Wagner or Vaughn Miller and Akeem Tlaib? Or not Akeem Tlaib, Champ Bailey? Uh, I'm taking Broncos, Vaughn and Bailey. I'm taking, taking Robert S- Wagner. I'm taking Seattle as well. The Utah State. Why Adams. are we agreeing so much, Trevor? We need to hate each other more. Yeah, no. Let's debate about Lamar Jackson. <laughs> we All didn't right. get to do where, it earlier at the Ravens talk. Where do you rank Lamar Jackson among quarterbacks? Seven. We already did this. Zach has him at 11. We did this already. Yeah, we did this already. He's at 11. You got to throw more touchdowns, score more touchdowns, and you turn the ball over. He doesn't do that, so All right, not a top 10. That's... 2021 Mac Jones or 2008 Mac Matt Castle? Dude, I don't care. <laughs> 2008 Matt Castle. Dude, what are we talking about? Turn it off. Who'd you rather have in your on your offense, Debo or Tyree Kill? Tyree Kill. All right. Who is the Goat Eagles quarterback? Donovan McNabb. Nick Foles. No. Donovan McNabb. Michael Zach, Dick. Carson Wentz. I'm leaving. Michael okay. Dick. All right. Last few tweets. Which of these QBs gets too much hate? Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. Lamar second. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, everybody second. hates on Derek Carr. Everyone does. It's Dark Horse MVP last year. Everybody hates. Nah. It's Derek, right. it's Derek Carr, and then Kirk Cousins, then Lamar. Last question and the Zach question 2018 Bears versus 2017 Jaguars. Who wins? 2017 Jags, baby. Versus Bortles, two of the best defenses of the era. 2017 Jags. I'll take it. What do you think, Trevor? What? What do you think? 2017 Jags and 2018 Bears. Bears. They got got Brian Khalil Mack, bro. Bro, that defense for the Jags was nasty. They were dirty everywhere. Bears were, too. Yeah, they both. Eddie Jackson. That kicker on the miss that field goal, dude. That douche. That's it for tweets of the week. Wait, do you guys remember when that really good kicker missed like a extra point length field goal in the playoffs and then never played another down of football? Was it Billy Cundiff? No. Oh, I missed that guy. This guy for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh yeah, he was like one of the best kickers in the NFL. And then he missed that kick, and no one wanted him. I don't think he's the best kicker in the NFL. But he, he was one was... of them. He had a job. Yeah, he had a job. He was great in fantasy. That's all I know. He was great in fantasy that season. That's it for tweets. I'm all done, guys. Hadley. I'm gonna right. go first. Carrie always goes first. Carrie, help it's us. It's a great time for basketball. <laughs> Wow. I'll let Trevor go first because I'm the nice guy. Trevor, close it out. No, I'm just um, I'm just talking about basketball. So we just uh, wrapped up March Madness. It was a fun month of March. We're in April now. We're in the NBA playoffs. You're an NBA basketball fan, Hoops fan in general. We'll be covering some some college as well when it gets closer to draft season. But some playoffs right now in the NBA. If you like the NBA, you like basketball, definitely tap in with us at Beerly Hoops. Um, yeah, at Beerly Hoops on Twitter. We got a weekly podcast. Definitely tap in there. Love to see you. It's me and Dort. It's the year of the beer. Peace. Wait, Trevor, real quick. Who you got winning the winning the championship this year? Is it the Lakers? It's 76ers. Oh, it's the Sixers? Where are the Lakers at? <laughs> <laughs>
They're doing great. Cancun. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Baseball for baseball content. Follow Wonder us. On- Franco hit a home run today. True. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Hockey for hockey content. Podcast first episode will be dropping by the end of the month. Check us out before the NHL playoffs start. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football for all these football tweets. Check us out. Don't miss anything on there. Follow us on Instagram at Beerly Sports. And also follow us on our main page at Beerly Sports on Twitter. Check us out. Peace out. All right. And we have we have content posted on the site. You can we got articles. If you want to write articles for Beerly Sports, please reach out to us at our Gmail, beerlysports at gmail.com. We'll get articles posted on the site. We'll be a published author. Um, and, uh, and just keep checking that out. Keep checking all the socials that Trevor and Carrie talked about. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. No, not next week. We'll see you guys next episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>